iHeart Steamers, it is time for a celebration. End of a season. It is finally here, one year on the iHeart Steam Teacher Podcast. I'm so happy that you have joined me and listened and laughed, maybe learned a thing or two. We are going to be ending up this season with fun celebrations. And finally, the series Set It Up number four is here. So stay tuned. Welcome to the iHeart Steam Podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the STEAM education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley. All right. This is the final episode in my Set It Up series, Systems and Processes That Work in the Design Classroom. You know, sometimes you're not always designing something. You're not building things. And this can get confusing because many of us think we've got to be using a design process. But, you know, every design begins with a question. Sometimes we have to do a little bit of investigation with our questions. And there are often times that our questions don't lead to a design, but just an answer. So what do we do then, especially in the elementary classroom? What do we do when we need to investigate? I remember the first time claim, evidence, reasoning came across my teacher desk. And I thought, here we go. Some person or group came up with a fun new way to use the scientific method and just call it something different. What's wrong with the scientific method? There's nothing wrong with the scientific method. It is a tried and true investigation process. We need to teach this to our students. But in the elementary classroom, it's quite overwhelming. Matter of fact, it's quite overwhelming in middle school and junior high and even in high school for someone who is just starting out with it. Super overwhelming. And I know that there are so many parents at home when they hear science fair or scientific method. Let's just be real. Their butt cheeks squeeze together just a little bit. Oh, me. The scientific method is great for an investigation process, and it will never fail you. But when we're teaching younger students how to investigate, we need something a little bit more simplified. So claim evidence reasoning is perfect. You start with your question and they will come up with a claim. Your claim is basically your hypothesis. And I totally believe they need to understand that word hypothesis. And when they make a claim, they're making an educated guess to what they believe the answer to the question is. 
but all of our standards, our NGSS standards, our Georgia standards here where I teach, ask our students to develop their own investigation for questions. Come up with their own way to do it, their own steps. And all of these are parts of the scientific method. We have to be able to present this to them so that it doesn't scare them away from science. We want them to have fun with it. We also want it to be relevant in other subject areas. So claim evidence reasoning is perfect for that. Again, we start with our question. Our students make a claim. They then need to decide how they're going to investigate to find out if their claim is true. And this is when you can add in a little bit of that pizzazz. You get to be a detective. You get to be on a secret mission and you get to decide the next steps. So our students get to decide what, how, and why they will investigate their claim. They come up with those steps. They begin looking for evidence and that's all we're looking for and they love that word evidence it's a perfect time to invite someone from the crime lab take some fingerprints show them how they look for evidence because they use the exact same process a question comes up to investigate a crime they often make many claims and the whole point of their investigation is to prove or disprove the claims that they have. The evidence then sometimes points into a certain direction and you investigate that direction further. And then if you do find the answer and you've completely investigated as far as you can take it, then it's time to give your reasoning for your answer to your claim. Was your claim correct? Or was it incorrect? Was it true or was it not true? Students need to start understanding all of these words and how to answer. And you will see the words evidence and reasoning in many of our Common Core language standards. Students look for evidence in the stories they read. They provide evidence in the stories that they write. And they use those things that they provide evidence on and find in a story to create reasoning. And oh, have you ever heard my text message before? That was it. <laughs> I cannot stand that beeping, beep, beep, beep. So I made it a cat call a long time ago. I love the cat call. It makes me feel good every time I hear it. Back to cross-curricular connections to claim evidence reasoning. It's perfect to relate science to reading and there it goes again <laughs> and make them come together and students get to really see what they're doing they still are trying to understand what evidence is and how you provide reasoning the trick when you are investigating a scientific question with claim evidence reasoning is that you must tie in a scientific principle to your reasoning and help that explain your thought process. So that's where you, teacher, get to come in and make sure that you've provided adequate background knowledge. There's a time in the STEM classroom to teach 
background knowledge because they don't have it. They aren't born with it. We have to teach some of it. They can't find it all on their own. I love it when they do, but they're not always going to do that. So when background background knowledge isn't there, we have to lead them in the right direction, provide them with the right question that would acquire a path for them to go down that would find that evidence as background knowledge. It all comes together with claim evidence reasoning. I love claim evidence reasoning. This is a process that you want to set up in your STEAM or STEM classroom and let your students use it consistently consistently so that they know exactly what to do when they have a question. Sometimes their questions will lead them to wanting to design something and enter the engineering design process or design thinking. But often our questions just lead us on an investigation so that we can find out where our problem is. Once we find the problem, that's when we need a design process, especially if it requires a build or further thinking and further planning to create a solution. I love, love, love claim evidence reasoning. And I'm so proud that many of the teachers at the school where I work at are starting to use it more consistently. I want to share with you one of the best resources for claim evidence reasoning, and that would be Tiny Minds STEAM. If you haven't seen Tiny Minds STEAM for kindergarten first grade, it does a great job of introducing claim evidence reasoning along with the engineering design process and all the other elements of STEM or STEAM. Take a look at it. I'm going to keep it in the show notes. This is the last episode of the Set It Up series. All you need in a STEAM classroom is a good set of systems and processes that your students completely understand because they have been used consistently. Consistently is the key. That's where we often fail, being consistent. They should be able to talk about it. They should be able to sleep and dream it. They have to use it often. How often? You need to be investigating something once or twice a week in a STEM or STEAM classroom. You need to be designing something at least every two weeks. Designing takes a little bit more time than an investigation sometimes. Depending on the investigation, sometimes investigations take more time because you need days to collect evidence. Get these systems and processes going in your classroom. This is where you want to start. You will have a successful STEM or STEAM project-based learning classroom. So this is it, the last episode of the Set It Up series. I have given you four great systems and processes to use in a STEAM classroom. We started with lesson curating. We went to the engineering design process and then to design thinking and now to claim evidence reasoning. Teacher, you are ready to go and I can't wait to see how far you go with it. I can't tell you how excited I am for the next few podcasts that are coming out all through the summer, we will be celebrating 
wonderful accomplishments in STEM and STEAM. And the very first one is going to be a quick turnaround on this one. This one's been in, in the little hold box for a while. I have a children's author that is amazing, and I can't wait for you to learn about her and her wonderful STEM children's book that she has written and all the plans that she has for more. So stay tuned. Be ready for that next episode. It comes out next week. This is me, Bonnie Kirkley, and I have one question. Do you have heart steam too?